0: When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back to another episode of the best Game of Thrones recap show on the interwebs. I am your host, King in the North, Dino Red, and I have to my right, my ride or die, my main
1: man, who's always there holding it down, Lord Latone Hart. Latone, that's right, in the drowning waters of the neck of Louisiana, but I'm still down here holding my lizard lion tight. And I'm ready. I'm ready to enter the Seven Kingdoms. You got a lizard lion and I got a dire wolf. Exactly. Man, this lizard lion will tear that thing up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Episode two of season six is titled Home. Why? Because we go home. Yeah. A lot of people go home. But we go home at the start of the episode and we're in the tree cave. With Bloodraven, the Three-Eyed Raven, and Bran, who we've not seen since season four. Like two years. Yeah, we haven't seen them in two years. And they are logged on to the weirwood.net. And they're going back. (laughs) Back in time. Back. Taking you Back, back. Back home for Bran to Winterfell. But it's not when he was there as a kid. It's when his father, Ned, was there as a kid and his aunt. Liana was there as a kid. His uncle Benjamin, who's disappeared beyond the wall, as a kid, and Hodor.
0: Hodor, aka Willis.
1: Ho, Hodor.
0: What you talking about Willis?
1: Hodor is there, and he has a real name, and he kind of can <laughs> say like two and three words. He can put together a sentence.
0: <laughs> Simple sentences.
1: What is going on? And. And Bran is enjoying this flashback and there's some great moments because Ned is saying to his brother Benjen, you know, keep your shield up or I'll ring your head like a bell, which is the same thing Jon Snow said to Ollie last season.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because all all the Stark kids got the same training. So that's the, the same way that they pass it on, you know.
1: Exactly. And then we see Liana. Liana, who is the face that started Robert's Rebellion. And she comes in there on a horse. Now... A little context. Liana allegedly is a great horse rider and a great jouster. And at the tourney at Heron Hall, there was a jouster, the Knight of the Laughing Tree, who nobody ever could figure out who it was who ended up dominating the tournament. And nobody ever saw this Knight before again or before. And some are saying, many speculate that that was Liana. Liana who was mm-hmm. Best horse rider of the North ever. Hmm. So, See, Liana and Liana. A lot of people think Liana is Jon Snow's father. You mean mother? Yeah. (laughs) That's the roast. They might be opposite. (laughs) A lot of people think Liana is Jon Snow's mother. So it was great to see Liana because we we've heard about her. Right. We've heard about her. We've heard about her. We've heard about her. We've never seen her. Right. Never seen her. So that was that was great. Great, 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 great. But did you notice that Bloodraven is kind of, his cave is kind of like a salon? I mean, he's kind of like the Tyra Banks of Westeros. (laughs) Everybody got a makeover. Like, Bran got a haircut. Mira got a nice shape up. (laughs) And then Leaf, the children of the forest, she kind of got a a makeover. New hair, eyes, lipstick. She's kind of looking like Aisha Curry.
0: And and, and Hardor's beard is all nice and groomed and everything. Oh,
1: hipster trim. I mean, mm-hmm. Blood Raven's doing nice work in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. He ought to put out his, uh, you know, put out his shingle and and um, get a website. <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> he even hit us with a little remix of Sebastian the Crab. He's like, "It's beautiful under the sea. <laughs> You'll drown." And Brand's like, "Hey, man, why are you taking me out? As soon as you show me something I like, you, you take me out of there." He's like, "You can't stay under the sea that long." got to come out
0: yeah man you know it was crazy that um basically bran went back in time which i think that's the first time we've ever seen that done in in the in the show i don't know about the book the book probably i don't know has the book at this point had the book done anything like that before but uh i'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen that on the show on the show except for um cersei that was a a flashback so it wasn't the same thing you know it was her remembering something that happened this was like him traveling back you know he couldn't remember that because he'd never been there he'd never seen that so it wasn't a flashback you
1: know it was like kind of like he time traveled sort of well the old gods are considered the weirwood trees that have the faces in them right now the agreement that the children of the forest made with the first men at the onset of westeros before the anthos came the Children of the Forest made an agreement with the First Men. We will let you have all this land all, as long as you don't cut down the werewood trees. Right. Deal. Now, the werewood trees record everything. hmm So it's kind of like, you know, the NSA for the Children of the Forest. Certain humans are able to tap into those visions and watch that videotape. So it's kind of nefarious, like why were the children of the corn like, hey, we don't care what you do, just don't cut down these trees so we can spy on you and see everything you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so brands learning how to tap into those basically video. That's VHS. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of videotape.
0: Right. Well, I kind of feel like the the children of the the children of the corn are kind of. Uh, I feel like they're kind of, kind of there to kind of like guardians. I think they're. I feel like they're kind of there watching over everything you know um they haven't shown us that yet but i kind of have a feeling that that might be what's going on
1: with them i got a feeling that they control the white walkers but we will see Hmm. trust the children of the forest. i think you know i know they broke the arm of Dorn. they broke that and and i think they had something to do with the doom of valeria i think they they're kind of like sneaky passive aggressive like yeah and we'll blow some stuff up. But moving on, we have to go to Castle Black. Mm-hmm. Alistair Thorne promises no one has to die, but he has all his soldiers with their bows and arrows drawn. So as soon as they open that door, everyone's going to die. Mm-hmm. And I, this kind of felt like a medieval version of the Overlook Hotel, like The Shining. Like, they were chopping through the door, and I thought it was going to like stick his head through and be like, where's Johnny? Mm-hmm. Yep. But the moment I predicted... Dum-dum-dum-dum. One-one dum, dum, dum. <laughs> kicks in the door, waving his size 4-4. Four four. None of the Night's Watch even wanted it no more. <laughs> Kaboom, look who stepped in the room. Moon. moon. <laughs> One-one. And yeah, nobody wanted it anymore. Like, some knights' Watchmen decided to shoot him with an arrow. Bad idea. <laughs> Bad idea. Bad idea, because he picked him up like a fly swatter and just slammed him against the wall. Mm-hmm pretty much over and the night's watch pretty much surrenders faster than the Houston Rockets. I mean, they, they were terrible. Yeah.
0: Sir, Alistair Thorne is
1: like, get them fight you cowards. And they were like, fuck you. And threw down their weapons. (laughs) They put down their weapons. Like we surrender. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We surrender. And it looks like only Alistair Thorne and, and Ollie were arrested.
0: I, you know what? I have a feeling that the rest of his, uh, little band of conspiracy, uh, uh, cohorts were probably arrested, too.
1: I, they, I know they grabbed Ali and Thorne. I'm sure the other ones, you know, they're cowards. They're going to turn like, oh, we, he made us do it. Right, right. He made us do it, but Ali and Thorne, they're they're pretty much done.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: end up in Flea Bottom, Lamont's favorite town. <laughs> and there's a man in there bragging about how he showed Cersei his, his dang-a-lang and she liked it and licked her lips.
0: <laughs> Dude, that is one of my all-time favorite scenes of Game of Thrones right there. Of all the seasons, of all the shows, that is one of my favorite epi- uh, scenes right there, from right now.
1: Yeah. It's like I went before and I just let her see it and she'd never seen anything like this, you know, because Jamie Lannister <laughs> isn't packing like me. <laughs> You know, just talking shit, drinking, you know, drinking a beer. Yeah, I liked it a lot because, one,
0: we don't get that, to- that sort of comic relief at- very often at all. So it was very much appreciated. It was kind of out of character for the show. And then I also liked it because uh, I could totally see that happening. Like, that's how dudes are. And that's how, you know, I could totally see a dude doing that. And the actor, he played that part so well. I mean, he played the shit out of that little role.
1: Yes, you were. You were phenomenal as a flasher. You were the best. <laughs> Paid the mint <cement> price <laughs> because the zombie mountain is walking around town, obviously listening to see if anybody's disrespecting his his woman, his, his Cersei. He's obviously just walking around and he, he tries to, you know, take a little leak. And that's, <laughs> that's bad when you die with your dick in your hand, man. That's that's bad, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Franken Mountain just squashed him like a little bug.
1: He just pushed his head up against the wall. God, that's that's pretty brutal. Yeah, no effort at all,
0: either. I mean, he barely, <laughs> like, he didn't exert any effort at all, just minimal effort. It was it was almost
1: like just showing a fly, just, you know, and then he just squashed his head in. And while we're in King's Landing, Cersei is sitting in her room looking like Rapunzel, but she has no hair. And she's kind of looking out over the city, looking at the path she had to walk from, you know, the sep to the castle. Mm-hmm. And then she's told she can't go to Marcella's funeral because Tommen will not allow it. Tommen, Tommen is afraid that they'll capture her again if she goes to the set where the sparrows are. And I kind of understand, you know, Tommen's kind of like a cotton ball. He's kind of soft. But I guess that's the only way he knows how. But his soldiers were very relieved that Cersei decided not to challenge those orders.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they They were very, very relieved.
1: thank you then we get a meeting between jamie and bernie the sparrow (laughs) bernie sparrow is is running for office you know and jamie decides to confess all of his sins and i'm starting to wonder he confessed all those sins are they gonna come after jamie now
0: i you know what man i low-key thought they was coming after him when all those little uh sparrow henchmen started showing up and surrounding jamie i was like whoa are they trying to come for jamie
1: right now as he admitted to all those you know sins and you know the father and you know the crone they don't care Mm -mm. mother he he needs to beg for the mother's mercy but i guess he confessed so maybe maybe they figure out he gets the mercy
0: but he confessed but he didn't ask for forgiveness that's the next part so i I
1: thought jamie was going to give it to the sparrow but the sparrow was like you know the one percent can't beat the homeless and the downtrodden, you know? Yeah. One percenters, you wall streeters, you can't, you can't beat Bernie the Sparrow.
0: (laughs) Bernie be looking raggedy as hell too, don't he? (laughs) Bernie. Hey, feel the burn. Bernie looked like he stink. He ain't bathing forever. Walking around in that potato sack.
1: (laughs) 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 There was no new locations. Well, there was one location Pike showed up on the map at the start, but we've been to Pike before. Nothing new, but we go to Marine, and there's a small council type of meeting, and we finally see the hottest chick on the show, Miss Andre. She shows up, mm-hmm. and your boy Tyrion is holding court.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Basically, you know he's he's making a lot of eunuch jokes, but I think what that was is basically him saying to Miss Andre, "Hey, I'm the only one here with that pipe, <laughs> so holla holla at a imp." Yeah because you know bear's got no pipe right Grey worm got no pipe Mm-mm. you know hey yeah hey. i know sometimes you want to you know you want a little something holler at me <laughs> that was low-key game i'm not mad at Tyrion for that right <laughs> you know how brothers are low-key game you gotta throw a little game out there right <laughs> and then he talks you know and Tyrion's smart you know I drink and know things. And he's talking about, hey, you know, we got dragons here. We got to let them out because if we don't let them out in free range, they're going to shrink and be weak and die. We got to let them fly out and they'll always come home, let them go out and eat goats and stuff. And then they'll come back and be strong. And he decides to go see the dragons. And tells him, hey, they've never really, you know, attacked me. So maybe they want to attack you, which was a big gamble on Tyrion's part.
0: It was, but it also bears out, you know, it's kind of a uh, fuel for the theory that Tyrion is one of the, the one of the, uh, the three dragon riders.
1: Yes. Yes. Or that maybe he's part Targaryen. Mm-hmm. I and mean, he, he says that dragons are smart and intuitive and they know the people that are, you know, being kind to them. Or, and he goes down there and he looks a little worried and he should be worried. I wasn't sure if I was watching like dungeon master you know, on Dungeon and Dragons trying to go down there and mess with Tiamat, or was that Tyrion going to mess with Rhaegar and Viserion? But Rhaegar and Viserion looked like they were going to barbecue him up for a moment.
0: For a hot second, they looked like, mm, I'm, but then they were probably like, you know what? By <laughs> the the, kid, all, you know, he's not even worth the breath it would take to muster up a flame to roast his little ass. He's just, he's just a, a, a little
1: nugget of a man. And they were saying that, the dragons won't eat since Daenerys is gone? They look like they've been eating. They, they look much larger.
0: They depressed.
1: Yeah, well they ain't missed no meals lately. I know, they, they, skipped they like last week, but they ain't they ain't been missing too much. But I don't think she how long has she been gone? Uh, maybe I want to say a couple days.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So I don't think it'd be showing yet, but they probably can't go that long without eating. Yeah.
1: Tyrion takes their collars off and they go away. Great. I guess that's the first step. He's trying to build some trust. Maybe next time he'll go down there and say, hey, "You guys want to come outside?"
0: Right. Want to give me a ride somewhere?
1: Yeah, you want to take me home, take me to Casterly Rock.
0: Mhm. I think yeah. if, I think before this season is over, we might we're going to see Tyrion ride
1: a, a a dragon. That'd be cool. I'd like to just see Casterly Rock. We've never been. I'd like to see the Reach. Yeah. The Casterly Rock. I'd like to see Old Town. There's a lot of places in the Seven Kingdoms we haven't seen. That's true. I, I would, I'm particularly curious about Casterly Rock. All the gold and, and Casterly Rock in the Westernlands is supposed to be like Southern California. So that's kind of your your area.
0: I, I envision it uh, more like the Middle East, uh, just as far as like the uh, how they're like their uh, their um, palaces and stuff are very uh, ostentatious and opulent. I that's how I picture casterly rock just Mahal. yeah yeah just full of just jewel just like you know like 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 uh tyrone Anister took decorating tips from some armenian or something
1: the <laughs> <laughs> bravos and Arya is hit and hit and hit again yes getting redundant like she got hit last week she right hit. man hits her <laughs> well who are you no one bow who are you knowing bow like, Aria's just getting hit. Aria's getting domestically abused. I'm I'm keep looking for Ray Rice or somebody who's there cuz they keep hitting her.
0: Right? Can a girl file a police report?
1: <laughs> yeah. Can, <laughs> does anyone care if, if a girl gets beat in the street? <laughs> nope, apparently not. But it looks like she at least gets to go back to the Temple of Black and White, so maybe she can at least wash her feet and she doesn't have to sit out there in the park alone anymore.
0: Yeah, it looks like at least the next time we'll see her she will have advanced past this stage, at least and we'll get to see something different. But I'm really tired of watching Arya get her ass beat. It kinda reminds me of when when Reek was getting tortured by uh Ramsey. Not you know, it's not nearly as bad as when when uh, Rick was getting tortured, but it was like enough already. And that's kind of how I feel with Aria in this situation. It's like, okay, enough already. We get it. She's being, you know, she has to go through this arduous punishment and all this stuff in order to become no one to become an assassin. Can we get on with the assassin training already? I don't need to see this shit every week.
1: Well, I think she finally accepted that she's no one. I think so too. Like, you know, we'll give you a snack. If you, if you tell me your name, no, no one Scooby snack. I'll let you see if you, I'm no one. So She's finally, I think she's finally accepted it. And she had the, maybe that stick beat it into her. Maybe that's what it was. (laughs) Maybe that's all it was. We head back to Winterfell, where Roose Bolton continues to torment and (laughs) and pick at Ramsay. Talking, you know, where's Sansa? Well, she went to Castle Black. Well, what are you going to do about it when she's in Castle Black? I'm going to kill Jon Snow, which was odd to me. They don't know Jon Snow is dead. The Ravens never went out.
0: No, they haven't because, um, <clears throat> first of Maybe all,
1: Amon's Aemon, dead.
0: Right, right. But uh, first of all, I mean, cause uh, Sir Alistair Thorne, he don't want everybody knowing that he, uh, murdered the, the Lord Commander. So he's not going to send Ravens out. And then Lord, uh, then Sir Davos and his crew with ghosts have been locked in the room with the Red Witch, whatever, trying to decide what their next move is going to be. So yeah, there's, there's no one to send Ravens.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of interesting that Ramsay and Roose were like, "Hey, you know, you can't kill a Lord Commander; you'll make the whole North turn against you." Right. And the Karstarks return. Do you remember the Karstarks from season three? Um, the Karstarks. Who are Remember these? Rob? Rob? Rob Stark cut off Lord Karstark's head because he killed the Lannister children. Yes. So the Karstarks are like the second cousins of the Starks. The Karstark house was founded by a Stark who married another person, and they started House Karstark. They're one of the bigger families in the north, but Robb lost them when he cut off Rickard Karstark's head. So this is the next time we see the Karstarks, the new Lord Karstark, and he's standing there with Ramsay Bolton.
0: Ah, Okay.
1: He was standing there. He was like, you know, we'll we'll, we'll take out the Umbers. We're not, you know, they're talking about we're not worried about the Umbers or the Manderlees, which are all northern houses. Right. It's interesting that the Karstarks, three seasons later, are still anti-Stark, even though they're related to the Starks because of what Rob did. Yeah. And C- Catelyn kind of told Rob that wasn't a good move, but Rob felt like, hey, you know, you disrespected me, blah, blah, blah. You didn't follow the rules. But he didn't follow the rules with the phrase, but... <laughs> <laughs> and so forth so the Karstarks are still there my quote of the week if you act like a mad dog you'll get treated like one Bruce Bolton with wisdom wisdom, wisdom that he did not use
0: okay, but the quote of the week supposed to come at the
1: end of the show yeah, but I still love that quote <laughs> <laughs> and bang we find out Roos has a new son.
0: Yes, he does. He's pink and...
1: and Big big Becky. He's pink and healthy. And it's a boy. He's highborn. He's a highborn heir. And Ramsey's very insecure and very impulsive. And you can see on his face, he's worried. Yes. Roos tries to make him feel good. It's like, you'll always be my first.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. My first bastard born of rape.
1: <laughs> and in this scene, I didn't know who did what because all I heard was, <laughs> and both of their faces were. Com- I didn't know if Roost stabbed Ramsey right. or Ramsey stabbed Roost. What did What did you think?
0: Yeah, I was unsure too, but I, I'm pretty sure that they uh, that was intentional. I shot. They shot that in such a way that you would wouldn't be sure.
1: So, so a great scene because only child syndrome does make kids crazy like that, and Ramsey. Kills his father to become the new Lord Bolton.
0: Yeah, well, Ramsey's all kinds of crazy. I don't, the only child syndrome is the least of his craziness. That motherfucker, he got major, major craziness. And you know what? Since we're talking about Ramsey, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there right now. Ramsey, in my opinion, is the scariest villain on this show. Um, Joffrey was pretty evil, but Joffrey was impetulant, and Joffrey was was a spoiled brat, and he, and he was a coward, and he was basically a big baby. But he was a coward, and he was not, uh, he wasn't very smart, or and extremely immature. So Ramsay, I mean not Ramsay, uh, Joffrey had a lot of weaknesses, a lot, a lot of weaknesses. Cersei's evil. But she's not uh, particularly particularly bright. She's not stupid, but she's not as smart as she thinks she is, and that gets her into trouble. Um, So she's not that dangerous. Plus, she doesn't really hold any power right now. Um, I mean, she can kind of she kind of has power, surrogate power through her child, her child king. But but even that, she's losing that because he's starting. I can see that he's starting to kind of. I don't know. I felt like he was kind of pulling away from her. But after this last episode, it looked like he might be running back towards her apron strings again. So uh, we'll we'll see about that. Um, But, yeah, there's just there's been a lot of villains or whatever. But Ramsey, to me, he has all the all the ruthlessness and all the the evil that Joffrey, the sadisticness that uh, that that Joffrey had. But he's smart. He's very smart, and that's what makes him. I think Ramsey's biggest weakness is that he's so impulsive. Um, impulsive, exactly. That's his biggest and only weakness, as far as I can see, is the fact that he's impulsive and he doesn't always think things through because he's so impulsive. And he acts on those impulses, but if he takes his time and thinks things through, he he. You know, he, he can go toe-toe with the best of them. And that's another thing. He's fearless. He's fucking brave and fearless. You know, um, like I fearless. said, Joffrey, Joffrey was a coward. He is not a coward. Uh, he can fight. He's smart. He's fearless. He's sadistic. He's a, a horrible <laughs> – he's he's a bad – he's a bad dude. I don't – do not – I'm very interested to see him um, – a
1: perfect marine.
0: <laughs> I'm very interested to see him ruling over House Bolton. I'm sure it's going to make for some very interesting storylines and some very. I, I'm 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 prepared to see a lot of viciousness. I mean, I a
1: major flaw of his is he does not know how to be diplomatic. Right, he doesn't. He does not know how to exactly. He doesn't know how to be diplomatic. And the phrase "never forget." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like he doesn't know how to make allies.
0: No, he like, doesn't.
1: Then he has the starks, but they're kind of there because they just are pissed off at the Starks. Right. But, I, I mean, I can't see him making allies. I think, you know, he just wants to kill everybody and um, flay everybody, mm-hmm. m- maim everybody. I think after a while, he's so tyrannical like Stalin, eventually people start to turn away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That That's probably going to be, that's probably also going to happen. That's going to be his biggest downfall.
1: But you know what I do hope? I do hope Michael Bolton comes to Winterfell and does a concert, because I've been waiting for someone to kill him for years. (laughs) Really, dogs are being fed real well this season. Yeah, they are. Well, I mean, welcome to the Red Baby Shower. Thanks to Ramsey. Goodbye, Walda and the newborn. DMX loved it. I mean, they were eating eating p- big people like it was crazy. I mean, baby probably tastes really good. You know, that's like veal. It's probably really tender.
0: <laughs> right. And then, <laughs> and then Walter's, uh she got plenty of uh, meat on her bones. She was like probably eating like a uh, uh, roast pig or something.
1: And I don't get why she even went in that room. She was like, where's Lord Bolton? <laughs> I'm Bolton now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we all knew what was in store for her.
1: Like, did she never walk around the castle or hear any stories? Was she just oblivious to everything? I think so. Oh, well. We have group therapy in the snow as Sansa and Brienne talk about the last time Brienne saw Arya. Yeah. And it was kind of funny. She was like, she wasn't really dressed like a lady. And Sansa was like, she wouldn't be.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: You know, because they always kind of had that tension. I remember that was a great scene where... She was like, I don't want to marry someone nice and sweet. I want Joffrey. And Arya was laughing, like, he's so stupid. <laughs> hmm Yep. <laughs> Little did she know. Arya was like, he's cause Arya never liked him after she beat up beat him up by the river. Right. It was like he's a punk. Theon kinda wimps out, he doesn't want to see Jon because he feels like if he sees John he'll try to kill him. And he doesn't you know, he feels like he's gotta get out of the north and try to get back to the Iron Islands.
0: They need to break up that squad anyway. That, talk about the talk about the B team right there. What a ragtag motley crew! That, that, that's like a uh, the the loser all star squad right there. You got Brienne who's like a three time loser. You got Sansa who's a two or three time loser. You got Theon who's a three time loser. You got Podrick who's eh, he's not really a loser per se, but he's best known. He's best known for only putting down, uh, laying pipe to the to the prostitutes. That's his claim to fame. He
1: saved Perian's life at the Blackwater. That's Don't
0: true. That's true. I forgot about that. That is true.
1: Robin. Every every Batman needs a Robin. He's a great
0: Robin. Yeah. No. He's he's getting better. He's getting better. He he's he's. He, I'm not dissing him. I'm just. But just for the sake of the argument, that that's not the. If Podrick's your strongest
1: character in
0: your crew, then you
1: something wrong with that crew. That's my point. Easily brian and Sansa's gonna be Sansa's gonna be a mother this season. I'm I'm telling you, I feel that coming on. I feel Sansa
0: Yes going she's gonna done this year. She's probably gonna have she's probably pregnant with Ramsey's kid right now. The way he was raping her, he was going up in there
1: like every night. I think Ramsey's impotent. I think that's 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 I think Ramsey's impotent. He's he not, seems really. like he'd be impotent. How how can he be impotent when he's been raping people? I just think his sperm count is low. Like a lot of times people are crazy is because you know they got little issues like that, man. They can't pass their DNA DNA along. <laughs> it have- manifests itself in all types of <laughs> I- yeah. Okay, I'm telling you, man. I don't think he's gonna have any kids, man. I don't think he's gonna have any kids. I
0: mean, you might be right about that, but I'm just laughing about your theories about why he's crazy. Because he's impotent. He's crazy because he's the only child. You got some weird what theories he, on why
1: he's crazy. He, he was born of rape. You know, he's all he's all jacked up, man. Oh, yeah. So he's he's born in pain. He's giving pain to the world.
0: Born in sin, shaping iniquity, and and sin did his mother conceive him.
1: Yes, and we head to Seattle of the Seven Kingdoms, Pike, where it's always raining, and Balon Greyjoy is always the grumpiest man ever. Him and Yara are still having a conversation. He still thinks the War of the Five Kings is on. It's pretty much over. <laughs> no one was ever really concerned about you. You know, he's trying to keep Deepwood Mott, which is a castle in the north, but the Ironborn don't have any land army. Right you know they can any they'll beat anybody on NC strictly navy yeah but they're just a navy they're an army but they can't hold a land castle but he's still under the illusion that there's a war of five kings <laughs> like he's like the only one still in the war <laughs> everybody else is like man that's over robs dead joffrey's dead like you know no one else is, is you know robert's dead everybody's all the everybody's dead and <laughs> dead, Renley's dead. He's still playing the game, Man, the War of Five Kings. I'm gonna win. You're not gonna win.
0: <laughs> That's like if Lamont was running around still trying to fight the Civil War.
1: Yeah, you know, it's over. I am the storm. Get the fuck off my bridge. <laughs> we another crazy relative, Gray Greyjoy. Yes, Euron Greyjoy. Now, you were just talking about Ramsey. Knowing what I know about Euron, he can give Ramsey a run for his money. I know some stuff about Euron, too. I know he's pretty crazy. I know
0: he has, uh, they called him, um, they called his ship the, the silent vessel or whatever because his whole crew is mute because he ripped out all their tongues because he wanted, a, he wanted some silence. Yep. So he's got a crew full of mutes
1: that he personally mutilated. And he's a phenomenal pirate. He's... He's a great pirate. Like, when they show his flag, people surrender. Like, that's how nuts he is. And he throws his brother off the bridge. Yep.
0: But again, he's a pirate. He'd have to be on land to deal with Ramsay, so
1: I don't know about that. You know, Ramsey's the kind of person you could probably say, hey, why don't you fight me out here on this boat? <laughs> <laughs> you can like psych
0: him out and get him to manipulate him into doing use some reverse psychology on him <laughs> you
1: ain't, i bet you ain't so tough on a boat <laughs> just don't throw me in the briar patch <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know the last two episodes lords and westeros are dropping faster than united states students math scores <laughs> The guy in Dorne, we lost Balon. I mean, people are Bruce. I mean, people are dropping. It's not a good time. Lord,
0: that's true, Jon Snow. But I kind of like that, though, with the exception of Jon Snow, White, because then we, you know, we get to see the next generation. The young, the young, the younger ones are taking over. So we get to see what they, you know. So, speaking of which, uh, Theon's little uh, sister thought that she was going to be running shit, and so did her father. But
1: apparently, they're challenging but- that unwashed td jakes doesn't give a fuck what yara thinks right it's time for a kingsmoot which is basically an electoral college of the iron islands mm-hmm. you know dirty dirty td jakes doesn't care it's like we got to put this to a vote yep and she looked a little pissed and i think that's why Euron's gonna show up hey i want to be a, i think it's gonna be yara versus Yuron. um i don't know theon's on his way back too
0: so that could be very interesting because Theon is actually the rightful heir. They, she, Yara told everybody he was dead, but he's clearly not dead and he's on his way home.
1: I don't think he's going to make it home. I think uh is going to capture him. Wow. I don't think he's making it home.
0: Wow. That, that could happen. I hope, it, I hope he makes it home, though. I'd like to see it be a runoff between all three of them. But then but, again, if he shows up, it wouldn't be no runoff. It's automatically well,
1: him. No, because what happens with a King Smoot, I guess if, if Balon isn't there to basically decree who's his heir, they have to have a vote. And they haven't had one in like 300 years because usually the heir is determined. But I don't think Balon had an heir determined.
0: But isn't Ram? Isn't, isn't uh, Theon
1: automatically the heir?
0: I mean, he's his not oldest always, son. Not,
1: al- not always. Mm. Not always. You know, he was fostered in Winterfell. He doesn't have a dick. You know, he can't have no salt wives. He can't have any other children. A lot of those things factor into it. Yeah, that's true. Now, I got a question. Davos, the Onion Knight, used to hate Magic, and he used to hate Melisandre. I don't get how all of a sudden he's coaching her up and giving her a TED Talk and trying to get her back in the game like hey i need you to help me and i've seen you do miracles he hated her
0: yeah i'm glad you brought that up because i was going to ask you about that not only that um i was also going to ask you why is he so interested in bringing john snow back like what's what's what's
1: make much sense i don't know what because why melisandre killed Shireen? I, I i guess he thinks stannis is dead he seems to be real buddy buddy with her when she has been a thorn in his side for a long time. She put him in jail. Remember, I don't know. I that whole thing is confusing to me, and I don't get what he wants from John or what did him and John kiss? What happened?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking because these a lot of these these nights just kind of like Brienne. Life is pretty simple in Westeros. You know what I mean? It. it you you appear to have a, a a thing, and that's pretty much your thing for life. And some of these dudes, they need somebody to serve. Oh, and, okay. And so da, like, Davos is a pretty, he, you know, he's got his faults, but he's a pretty honorable dude. The slave. He needs a master. He need. Yeah, I think he's looking for. You know, uh, Stannis is dead. Without somebody to serve, he's kind of lost. He doesn't. It, the only other thing he's got to do is go back to pirating. and He doesn't want to do that because he's you know he's to change his ways so Uh, but Uh, it's for you (laughs) so yeah so but my thing is like yeah i I was kind of wondering about this the same exact thing and then on top of all that i was also wondering um uh shit i just i have thought i just lost it oh something oh well what kind of knight is davos and ex-pirate he's an ex-pirate term knight, and he's been running from from people his whole life he's been running from bullies and he
1: doesn't know how to fight. And, and, and he's, you know, he, he cops to it. Well, he's basically a smuggler. He be, he only got the name of the Onion Knight from Stannis because when Stannis... Wh- where was Stannis? What, what was he? Um, What's his castle? Dragonstone. When Dragonstone was under siege and he couldn't get any food in there, um, Davos snuck onions into him because he's a pirate. That's why he has pirate friends. So he snuck those onions in and fed Stannis... While I believe the Tyrells had him under siege. Stannis lived off of onions? Yeah, that's why they call him the Onion Knight. (laughs) Yes, this was during Robert's Rebellion. So he's not a real knight? No, he was knighted because, and and also, Stannis cut his fingers off because... Yeah, because he was a pirate. But he also knighted him because he snuck those onions in from Flea Bottom, and that kept him alive. So that's that's the only reason he's a knight. He's really a smuggler. Mm. He's really a pirate.
0: Okay. Yeah, cause I'm like, what kind of knight Been running from fights and, <laughs> and talking about he doesn't fight that well. And I'm like,
1: I kind of wanted to see him. Him, I kind of when he pulled out John Snow Longclaw, I wanted to see what he could do. Not, nah, I didn't expect him to do much. He admittedly, you know,
0: said he was pretty much a punk. So I was like, it's a
1: good thing he didn't, because he probably wouldn't have had long for this world. Well, I got to give Davos props. He he got Melisandre to put her. Uh... Necklace back on, so I didn't have to see them saggy. <laughs> and he talked her into it. He's like, "Hey, you can do it. You can do it. I seen you. I seen you drink poison, bitch, and you didn't die. I I saw you give birth to a smoke baby. Him <laughs> back. He he was he was he was like a a football coach. I I know we can get these ten yards. We can score this touchdown. <laughs> yeah. he was he was I, giving her a serious pep talk. He, she was shot, but she goes in there and. She hits John with a sponge bath and a haircut, and I'm like, "Damn, which geisha house is this?" <laughs> the Lord Light happy ending. I mean, what what the hell is going on? And then she says some gibberish, you know, nothing happens, you know. And Torment Torment look like this bitch is full of shit.
0: Right, right. He's like, "I don't believe in magic."
1: I'm getting the hell out of here. And then Davos leaves. Then she sighs and leaves. And all's left is John and Ghost.
0: John and Ghost.
1: And did you notice Ghost's eyes change colors?
0: No, I didn't notice.
1: His eyes went from red to black. Wow. Then he up. And John jumps up like a man who left his phone unlocked next to his girl. <laughs> I mean, he just jumped up like, oh shit. Yeah.
0: That's a hell of a nap.
1: Exactly. I mean, he made that face when you know you pulled out just in time.
0: <laughs>
1: out support, like you. Ooh, I just made. I just got out right on time.
0: It's
1: gonna be. who that was gonna be a rough eighteen years.
0: Yeah, man. Ooh. Okay. So let's go ahead and get get on with the kill of the Noah week and live. What? What?
1: <laughs> Noah's alive. <laughs> The so, John Still truthers are happy. He's alive.
0: Right. He's alive. Okay. So, kill of the week. Who you got?
1: What you got? My kill of the week. I definitely liked when Euron threw Bailon off, off the bridge. Because I wanted to do that to my brother for a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Like when he said, I am the storm. Yeah, I I thought that was cool. I want to say that to somebody. I want to walk up to somebody at the gas station and they'd be like, the storm is coming. And I say, I am the storm. (laughs) Give me $20 on seven. Okay. My kill of the week is
0: I'm going to have to go with uh, Franken Mountain killing the the guy who was bragging about uh, showing Cersei his dick and Cersei licking her lips at him. The kill in it, in and of itself is a little innocuous, but I like the fact that it's. I believe it's Frankie Mountain's first kill that we see, and uh, also it was so effortless. And also the scene that pre- that precipitated it was just so awesome. <laughs> I, I I knew he was about to get it. I didn't know it was going to be Frankie Mountain, but I knew he was going to end up dead very very soon. <laughs>
1: So would you say that his 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 lines were your quote of the week? Was that your quote of the week? Like, (laughs) no,
0: (laughs) no, my quote of the week is is by my buddy Lord Tyrion, uh, when he says, "That's what I do, I drink and I know things."
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a Tyrion lover. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I love Tyrion. (laughs) And that was episode two, Home Game of Thrones season six. Next week. Wait. Before we go next week, you didn't say your quote of the week. My quote of the week, I have so many. I like, uh, I think I like the one by Bolton. If you act like a crazy, crazy, mad dog, you'll get treated like a mad dog. Okay. But I also like I Am The Storm. I think that it's a hard pick, man. It's a hard (laughs) pick for me.
0: Yeah, they, they have so many on this show. But yeah, if I could pick like a whole little speech or whatever, it would have been that that guy scene brag I mean that guy really played that scene so perfectly. <laughs> From an Emmy. He he should get an Emmy for that scene. I'm serious. That was that shit was so great. I watched that scene like three times. It is great. That is my favorite G O T scene right now. Or definitely in the top. You know, it's definitely in the top. it's, it's when it comes to funny scenes, that's my number one funny scene for sure.
1: Well, I'm really excited about next week's episode because I saw the preview and we get the Tower of Joy. I've been, everybody's been waiting for the Tower of Joy. I can't wait to see the Tower of Joy flashback. Hmm. Okay. That's when Ned finds Liana and she says, promise me. Yeah, I think
0: now that Brand's back, I think we're going to get to see some really cool stuff from the past through him. Yep. Yeah. So, uh we might be seeing Ned Stark again.
1: Well, yeah, I'm I'm sure. We're going to see everybody. We're going we're going to get we're going to get all the real, you know, all the stories are from perspectives. Right. Like Robert's perspective and from, you know, uh Daenerys's brother's perspective. We're going to see the truth. We're going to see, you know, no perspective. We're just going to see the facts.
0: You know who else I'm uh excited or would, uh, would would like to see from the past? I'd like to see the Mad King.
1: Oh, I think we're going to see the mad king this year. Yeah, I would
0: really like that.
1: Ooh, I really want to meet the mad king. Can't wait to see I want to see Ned's older brother Brandon. I mean, so yeah, the whole brand and, and locking into the weirwood net. This is going to be a great season. Khaleesi, we didn't You know what? We have not seen Littlefinger yet.
0: I was I was thinking the same thing. We have not seen Littlefinger at all this season and we didn't see uh, Khaleesi at all uh, on this last episode.
1: So, hopefully, we'll see Littlefinger because usually he keeps his hand in, in shit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what he does. Keeps he keeps his hand in shit. his hand in stuff going on. Yeah, he does. I'm Lord Latone, and I'm down here drowning in Louisiana. <laughs> so, what is dead will never die, and I'm going back under the water.
0: Bloop, 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 bloop.
1: All right. Thanks again for riding with us. We'll see
0: you all next week. Peace.
1: You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.